the FT. U.S. chipmaker Qualcomm agreed this week to pay a record $975 million fine to settle a case brought against it by Chinese authorities, bringing to an end a 15-month investigation. What does this case mean for other U.S. tech companies facing challenges in China? I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss this is Charles Clover, our Beijing correspondent. Charles, thank you for joining us. What's going on here? Can you give us a sense of exactly what happened between Qualcomm and the Chinese government and what the investigation was about and what this deal is doing to resolve it? Well, I mean, what happened this week was the biggest anti-monopoly case in the history of China. And the history of anti-monopoly cases is not very long in China because the law is only six years old, but they've really started off with a bang. They've forced Qualcomm to pay a massive fine, $975 million, as you said, The real significance is that the fine is huge, but Qualcomm has uh, very deep pockets. They can afford the fine, no problem. But the significance is that this is the first time that Qualcomm has ever actually been told by a regulator in a country to lower its royalties and to adjust its business model. And the interesting bit is whether this is going to set some sort of precedent for Qualcomm's business in other countries. Qualcomm insists that these changes are limited only to its China business. It's not entirely clear if it's really the case. Just today we saw Korean regulators are now investigating Qualcomm on similar grounds, and it seems like there might be a slippery slope or a Pandora's box or, you know, choose your metaphor, that this may have just been the, the first domino to fall for Qualcomm. Of course, as you mentioned, there's a broader context for Qualcomm, but there's also a broader context for other U.S. tech companies, some of which have also had difficulties in China. We think of Microsoft, Symantec, even concerns about Apple and Google. Can you just step back a little bit and place this Qualcomm case in the broader scope in terms of the implications it might have for those other companies doing business in China? U.S. tech companies have faced a lot of issues in China going back a pretty far ways. But the biggest issue that they face currently in China is the sort of the distrust that was created by the Snowden affair in 2013, when former U.S. NSA contractor Edward Snowden revealed that there was this vast complicity by U.S. tech companies in surveillance by the National Security Agency. And so this, in a sense, has created a huge amount of distrust in China and obviously other countries in the world. But it's also given an excuse to the Chinese government to do what a lot of people feel like it's always wanted to do, which is have a political excuse to favor its own industry and concentrate business on Chinese-made technology and uh, not to buy American servers and databases and computers and smartphones and things like that. And this has just given them an excuse to go ahead and do that. So a number of U.S. tech companies have had problems following the Snowden revelations. The Qualcomm fine is probably the biggest one. Nobody has actually explicitly linked the Qualcomm case to the Snowden affair, but I mean, that's certainly looms in the background. Other companies like Microsoft have faced a similar antitrust case. There are a lot of reports in the Chinese media that suggest some sort of an effort by Chinese officials to either officially or unofficially ban government agencies and state companies from purchasing from IBM, Cisco, Apple, and things like that. There are no actual 
confirmed cases of that. To my knowledge, these are simply press reports, and the companies themselves say they're not aware of any effort against them. But the climate for U.S. tank companies in China is growing more hostile by the month. So the implication, just to be clear, is, is essentially that giving them a justification, a kind of a baton to hit U.S. tech companies with, really support their own Chinese domestic companies. So if that's the case, going forward, with the Qualcomm case resolved and a few other cases and, and difficulties ongoing, how do we see this playing out in the next couple of years? Do we think that some of those other cases will be resolved, that things will get easier for U.S. tech companies? Because presumably for them, the Chinese market is so massive and the potential there for them, you know, we've seen that Apple's iPhone sales are going to expect it to be bigger in China than any other market quite soon. So presumably the, the potential profit for them is so huge they need to be in China. And the question is, will it get easier for them to operate in the coming months and years? I don't think it's going to get any easier, but I don't think that's going to deter anybody. I mean, as you said, the size of the market here is so massive. I mean, Qualcomm, for instance, makes, a, I believe, uh, just under a half of its global revenues in China. Apple, we've seen they had the record earnings last quarter, driven mostly by sales in China. The Chinese market is hugely important for all these tech companies, and it's just right now that the Chinese market is getting a little bit more complicated for these companies. But they don't care. They're going to pay the money and move on. <laughs> if they get fined, you know, Qualcomm's going to pay the money and um, not really look back. What they're going to face is a more determined competition by Chinese companies that keep moving up the value chain and they keep competing on a higher level with with American companies. So at the moment you have, you know, IBM still makes better servers than any Chinese company. Cisco probably is, still makes better routers maybe than Huawei, but I wouldn't want to swear to that. <laughs> you know, US tech companies still have an edge, but it's diminishing and it will disappear very rapidly. And the Chinese companies sense that their moment has arrived they are going to continue to compete with American companies. The Chinese government is going to continue to offer support to Chinese companies in, in any way it can without violating its trade commitments and things like that. It's going to become a more complicated market, but it's going to become a bigger market. You know, I don't think any U.S. companies are going to pack their bags and leave anytime soon. It's going to be about a fight for control especially in the China market between up-and-coming Chinese companies and the incumbent dominant U.S. and Western tech companies. One thing that seems certain is that whatever happens, the fight for control of that tech industry in China is going to be pretty fascinating. Charles, thank you very much. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.